0: about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a a lot of fun out in Colorado last month and people came out from the shows and that was, it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best and developing this show about The very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy and I'm very proud of the show. Um, Like I said, I've got those dates coming up at kylayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so with the venues that are emailing me, and they're just—it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, Kyleairs.com/slash/shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation, you are listening to Character Study. You're
1: the Character Study. You are listening to Character Study. You are listening to Character Study.
0: You're listening to Character Study. You're listening to Character Study. Hey everybody, this is Character Study, a subset of Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where myself and some funny friends pick your favorite TV show characters' favorite things. Today is The Sopranos. I'm joined by Bailey Norton and Adam Newman, two of Never Seen It's faves, and we pick what we think Sopranos characters' favorite movies are, with the important caveat of no mafia movies allowed. Otherwise, you're just looking at The Godfather for everybody. Um, But, you know, obviously Sopranos spoilers everywhere in this. If you haven't seen the show, you could check it out. Uh, It's The Sopranos. Uh, It's everywhere. So we picked Sopranos characters' favorite movies. We'll put some polls up on Instagram and Twitter just so you can pick who, who won. I'm having fun with character study. I like these a lot. I really, really, really like them. I think they're a fun thing to do um, and put out here on the Never Seen It feed. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope everyone is is having a nice day. It's Friday. And, you know, find us on Patreon at Never Seen It, at Never Seen It Show on Instagram and Twitter. If you're in Kansas City or Los Angeles, I'm going to be doing a comedy show about trigeminal neuralgia. My brain... Does disorder, disease, this whole nerve situation with all the brain, the surgeries and the treatments and the drugs and all this stuff, you know, inherently the funniest thing. I'm going to be doing a show about that. That is June 12th in Los Angeles. It is a Monday at the Lyric Hyperion and June 28th in Kansas City at the ship, uh, Kyle You can find details about all that on there. And I'm at Kyle Ayers on Instagram and Twitter. Bailey and Adam are both wonderful. This is Character Study via Never Seen It, the Sopranos Characters Favorite Movies Edition. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Hey, AI, can I teach you how to stay in your lane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, but let's get right into this. This is Character Study, a subset podcast of the Never Seen It non-existent podcast network. Um, this is Character Study. This is the podcast on the Never Seen It feed where we pick your favorite TV show character's favorite movies. That makes sense, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And I'm here. What if it didn't? I I'd I never know. Do you have an, an e- idea so long that you're like, this has to make sense, and you tell it to someone, you're like, so, but dragons never existed. Yeah. I go, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you say it like that, I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where we pick... Uh, your favorite TV show characters favorite movies Our last episode was the succession episode and it turns out that I won when I tallied oh. the votes myself. Oh, I, fe- I feel a lot like Trump af- on like November 6th yeah I yeah. won I tallied the votes myself. <laughs> That's I did funny. a great I, job.
2: I went and voted for all of my answers on those. And yeah. when I voted, I was actually winning. You voted so... too early.
0: Overnight, we had a big influx of votes from That's the mail-in crazy. ballots, which that I happens. call my other Instagram <laughs> accounts. Um, the mail-in ballots are Bo Strattles' Instagram account.
1: <laughs> the never-seen-it AG called some people and and threatened them if they weren't going to vote in favor of Kyle. <laughs> That's the most topical thing I could say right now. It is. AG.
0: I don't remember. Attorney General. Yes. Mm. The Texas mm. dude is in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Not talking impeached. about getting pressured is, is important for this TV show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pressure on this TV show. I, uh... We're here with Adam Newman. Thanks for being here, Adam. I cannot thank you enough for having me back. <laughs> being asked yeah. once is nice. Being asked back multiple times that says a lot about how you feel about me, and yeah. I appreciate it's that. It's always fun to
0: have you here. We're here with Bailey Norton, first time on.
2: Hello, thank you. All what Adam said. I'm just imagine me saying that too.
0: Great, I yeah. will. Great. That's I can do that in post.
1: There's yeah. a you can just say that's from both of us.
2: <laughs> yeah, we talked about what we were going to say. I always that.
0: like to uh, like at a wedding or something. Be like, is my name on that card like after vows mm-hmm. or something like that you yeah know.
1: can you after the vows you yell that was from both of that's us That's from both of us <laughs> same back same <laughs>
0: same <laughs> not even the vows after the uh um whoever the guy the efficient yeah does it I say that's from both of us that's nice that's from both of us the thing that that guy's doing uh I, I now got... pronounce
1: you man and wife that's, that's from, from both, both of us <laughs> That's I for me and signs. him. Yep, I get too power guys. vested in both of us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I say from both of us under every word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the I I officiated my sister's wedding, and the tough thing about being like a comedian who, because you got to to everyone else in your extended family, that's the thing you are. Oh my god, I know. The funny, mm-hmm. so everyone's like, "This is gonna be the funniest fucking wedding." And my sister was just like, "Don't you know? Don't be funny, please." You know
1: what I mean? Go up and do the thing. Yeah,
2: do be normal. Be a
1: brother. My brother did the rudest thing you could imagine at uh, his wedding, which was just a couple months ago, which is he said no speeches.
0: Wow! Oh wow! What
1: That's kind of like do? helping some
0: people out. Just
1: no one said anything? It, uh, just the it was a the rabbi. It was a Jewy one. The rabbi mm-hmm. said his thing, and then it was just like. And that's it. And um, No
2: vows exchanged?
1: They- Separately on their own. Wow, did they do vows? It
2: was an email.
1: I don't think they really did vows, except for the standard, What you know, what he yeah, said. Do you promise sickness, to do this and, and this, yeah. And
0: yeah I used to professionally write best man speeches. I think we maybe have talked about this before. Uh, it was know. for, uh, Laugh Staff was this company, and you could basically hire people to write stuff uh-huh. for you, and I was like the best man in maid of honor speeches. And I would get hired all the time, by, I mean, a lot, a lot of people, because I, I actually do get it. It's the biggest, it's like hiring a snake, per, it's everyone's biggest fear, mm-hmm. speaking in public. Oh yeah. And you can, if you had a bunch of snakes at your house, you could hire a guy to come help you with the snakes, or you could figure out if you can help handle snakes. So people would hire you and they fill out questionnaires and you Zoom with them or Skype with them at the time. Skype was a company, uh, if you guys don't remember that, before the pandemic thought no one would want video chat. And they would hire you and you would talk to them and write the speech, sort of an outline or some jokes, all different packages you could write, you know? 60% maid of honor, 40% best man speeches. I probably, I mean, I'm triple digit amount of these that I've written. And the maid of honor speeches, the maids of honor almost overwhelmingly would be like I don't know if this is good, and send you the greatest, most heartfelt thing anyone's ever Aww. said in your entire life. like. But they're just insecure. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to go this to go poorly. Yeah, and they would always be like, because I'm gonna go after the the best man, and he's, he's hilarious. So funny. He oh ate a God. football once, dude. Like, it, it-
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've given a bunch of these speeches as a comedian, who everyone's expecting it to be funny, mm-hmm. and then I'll have to like, they'll be like, well, we'll put her first because she's nervous about going after you, and then she'll say the most like. The uh, best thing you've ever personal, heard, personal, heartwarming, followable, cry, <laughs> yes. And you're just like, I just came to make fun of his shirt. It is. It's, it's, Adam, it's,
0: one time I wasn't even a best man, and I got put on the spot to follow the best man.
1: Yeah.
2: Whose
0: wedding was this? My friend Kevin, and I was in his wedding. I mean, could you imagine if I wasn't? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, where's that dude from school? <laughs> uh, I was in the wedding, and his brother gave the best man speech, and was like, "We'll have Kyle do some funny stuff after this." And I'm like, "Eat!" I'm like, "Fucking eating chicken!" Like, yeah. what? do what? <laughs> So I had to get up and give. I just talked about how his mom took us to an R-rated
1: movie before we were old enough. I the first boob I ever saw. Wow. And what's funny is nobody else. The truth about that is though, and I know whatever you have to follow everybody else who prepared. And fit, but like the fact that you went up and said something kind of dirty and were comfortable saying it, murdered. and we're not like I'm sure you didn't murdered. Grin. Yeah. Like absolutely. Because we, we do have that advantage. Wedding. <laughs> I could
0: have taken the limousine alone. Um. So wow. So it was. It was almost always. The maid of honor speech is sometimes it was someone who has no idea what they're doing. And, but that overwhelmingly maid of honor speeches would be like, all I did was connect these like three heartwarming stories from growing up with some like through line metaphor for life. Is you're that crying. okay? You're and you're like, yeah, I'm like bawling. Re- yeah. I can't even open the final draft document. I'm bawling at the thumbnail.
2: I'm really glad that you're saying this. I have to give a maid of honor speech. Okay. My, my best friend has three maids of honor. Fun. And I... Every instinct I have is to blow it <laughs> in spite, because I wanted to be the only one. But it is better because you have to like plan a bunch of. You should yes, and all of honor.
0: their speeches.
2: They're not writing speeches. Ooh, oh, that's great. They don't want oh, to. I'm I was gonna the say
1: you go one. third, and you go. That was from all three of them. Right, You're the Kendall
0: of these <laughs> maid of honor speeches here. Yeah. Rap the. Uh, you rap. You
1: make them rap. The a C. <laughs> yeah.
2: James uh, Macy. Yeah. The
0: forty percent best man speeches. Over half were so confident. Hmm. So this is a pretty big subsect. At least a dozen to 20 of these things that I wrote. I would get a speech, and they'd be like, like, just let me know if you have any (laughs) Mm punch-ups. And then I'd be like, well, you can't call Chinese people that.
1: Oh, boy. Like, that's
0: what it would be. uh, Ten times, at least, I had to be like, that's a racist Mm -hmm. word. One time I had to be like, you can't call, you can't say that word. You can't say that. And his reply was, the bride's whole family is Chinese though. And I was like, yeah, dude, no, that's like a big reason why. Yeah,
1: dude, like let's not go for let's not go for uh that kind of edgy. The irrational confidence
0: in best men versus the unknown genius in maids of honor <laughs> was absolutely bananas. Absolutely bananas. And it was so consistent all the time. But I officiated my sister's wedding. No one everyone's like wait, like watching like <laughs> Gonna like I'm gonna like smash a watermelon Mm -hmm. at my sister, which honestly would have been hilarious. That would have (laughs) been. Damn it, that's a good. I'm gonna edit that to something. You know
1: Gallagher. (laughs) Gallagher had to have done. It's me, wedding. Gallagher
0: him. Um, and it was just. I thought it was nice. It was my sister's like. Just please make it quick. No one actually likes the ceremonies. Get to the reception. And so it was, you know, pretty quick. Go through the things. They did their vow. Blah blah. blah we're done. And everyone's like, "I really thought you'd be up there doing some stand." Why? Why? What precedent cool. has ever been set for? Uh.
2: Were you? Did you get emotional at all? Yeah, I did. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's good.
0: Because
2: I feel like at that point they're not. They're Hold like, on. Probably, Will you say? Uh, let's
0: do. You say do you get emotional. I say yeah, I did. And you say that's good with like the same t- tenor. Okay.
2: Okay. Did you get emotional? Yeah, I did. That's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's that normally there for? Uh, the sound effect thing? No, that's specific.
0: Sound. Oh, uh, well, it the, it it has like all the games for never seen it on mm. one pad, and then you can digitally like it has like pages of pads, and that was for when I had like a uh, show with Bet MGM. We would do like a sports talk show. And I so I had that one and um um yeah Alan Iverson talking sure. about practice and then uh the Badum ching and yeah. a few other oh, ones in there a like a baby crying. Yeah, that was that was a lot
2: Oh, of that extra. one cost me thirty nine
0: cents. <laughs> 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 that was worth it. It was good. Um how do we get on this wedding thing? Uh um, who remember. knows? Oh, trying to be funny? A time to try and blah blah whatever. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So this is character study. Yeah. We uh um We're gonna break down the Sopranos. We're gonna go through some Sopranos characters. We're all gonna pick what our we think their favorite movie is of that character, Mm -hmm. and it's important. This is a very very important caveat. We uh no mob movies were allowed.
1: It's funny when you asked me to do it that that was my of course you start thinking the old Sopranos guys are gonna like old mob movies. Well, because all they 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 call it one and
0: two. They just go in 1 or in 2 about oh, the Godfather yeah, like yeah. the whole time. The show is on. Oh, I thought and... it was about Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Tony in 1. When Shrek come, when he comes out of the outhouse.
2: Everyone hates part three. Everyone hates It rate. is consistent. Also, I haven't finished The Sopranos. I'm on the last
0: oh, okay. season. So, so Bailey is, uh, I think my microphone's actually supposed to be facing like this. I'm going to do that. So but, what do we have, like 10 episodes left? Yeah, something like Somewhere that. Somewhere around there. Um, I don't know what, how this microphone's supposed to face. Sorry for all that noise, everybody. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give a character. We'll alternate who goes first. All right. We'll okay. go through ours. Um. Kind of defend it a little bit if you want to. If you need me to look up any information about the movie that you're using or anything like that, I can do that. Um that's what that button does. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. So should we start from like the lesser known people and work our way up? Yeah. Does that feel like a good way to do it? Yes.
1: Hey, can I I'm gonna you you uh you gave us a character list. Yes. I don't know why you did this. Maybe you have a reason. You left Big Pussy out. Oh, uh Ratatouille universally known as his favorite movie. That's hilarious. I have that for Artie Bucco. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Artie's our first character, too. I do. I have what I'm um, doing I'll for I'll him. let everyone yes. know the character. It's hard because you pick like six, and then you uh, include someone else. So you're like, well, I got to include that person. Then I got to include sure, that Sure, sure. So you really have to cut it off. Honestly. I got it. I people got who, it. And so, he's out early, you know. I'm
1: he, he, Spoiler. spoiler. It, look, if you're spoiling season he one on of vacation. the
0: Sopranos, uh, I would say the only things let's try and avoid today, for Bailey's sake, is sure. the ending.
1: Okay, the I, second I have, half of season I, yeah.
0: six. So anything after Tony wakes up from his coma after being shot, he
1: wakes up. <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding, sorry. Uh,
1: I, yeah, no, I got, I got nothing to spoil here okay. with the movie choices. Okay. So minor, more based on uh, general vibe of the character great. you would, you would get great. in the first before the last ten. And episodes. remember, no mobbies. No mob. That's why I
0: call mob movies. Yeah. <laughs> Tony would kill me if I was like You guys like those mobbies? <laughs> that's that's uh, Sir Don't Ben Kingsley saying. talking yeah. to them You <laughs> keep calling it the Jodfather <laughs> the, Jod- the guy who made it said it was pronounced Jodfather Yeah, <laughs> I'm Here's our character list We have Tony, Carmelo Meadow, and AJ mm-hmm. Soprano We have Chris Moltisanti We have Janice Soprano Polly Goltieri, Silvio Dante Adriana LaServa Jennifer Melfi Junior, and Livia Soprano, and Artie Bucco. Um, The people who barely made the cut were Adriana, Livia Soprano, and uh, Artie.
1: No, those are good, I'm glad we're doing them. I agree, I
0: agree, because Adriana is maybe the only normal person on this list. Yeah. All right, so we'll start here. We'll go, you know, Adam, what did you have for, for your, well, who, what do you think Artie Bucco's I really, favorite movie is? I, I,
1: Ratatouille popped into my head immediately. He seems like a, I mean, obviously it's a it's a fun chef movie. He's a cook. He's got a restaurant. A lot of fun things going in a restaurant. He mm-hmm. seems, uh, mm-hmm. he's kind of out of the mob world a little bit, you know? So you, maybe, I, I think that seems like a a fun movie for him.
2: I like it. He has no hair, though, which seems like if he's putting himself in the Remy position,
1: It is is true. Well, see, I haven't seen Ratatouille. (laughs) Uh, I just. Have you seen Ratatouille or (laughs) Ratatouille? Would I be lost without it? Um, So I didn't know about the hair thing. If we're going with a bald chef movie, maybe. pivot here. I got to think about a. A bald chef movie? Bald chef. What's that other? What's the movie? There's a movie called Chef, right? Chef,
0: yeah. That had some people in it, probably. I feel like he's got hair, though. I'm I think John
1: Favreau's in that movie, John and he Bavreau, plays yeah.
0: himself in the Sopranos. So maybe there's a little bit of, oh. of that, where early on he is just, you know, pulling on Chris to try and get mob facts for some mm. script or something like
1: that. I'm not I'm not changing because of the hair. Stick to I right appreciate I'm, I appreciate knowing that, but I already already doesn't change his business based on so what would fun. work.
0: So True. I think you can you can stick with Rattatelli, Rattatelli, which is I believe. <laughs> never mind. Not, don't even not even go down that post nine eleven Sopranos oh riff. Um <laughs> Bailey. Artie Bucco's favorite movie is
2: okay. I said Moonstruck. Oh, um, because Nicolas Cage
0: oh,
1: is I like was an thinking Italian.
2: Oh no, it's like Nicolas Cage and Cher, and mm. it. I've seen this. Like Ooh, those pretty might recently. be the two
0: most famous people Artie knows of. Right, like that might be his example of the two famous people. But this is yeah. like
2: such an Italian movie. I saw this like two years ago, and I still don't. I couldn't tell you what it's about. But Nicolas Cage is like a, a chef or a baker. And mm, okay. uh, he mm. falls in love with Cher, who was engaged to his brother.
0: Johnny. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking it up right Johnny now. Cage? Johnny Cage? <laughs> from Mortal Sh- Kombat? Johnny
1: Sh- Sh- <laughs>
0: um, I think that's a good one. I went with yeah. Rocky for Artie. Here's how I picture Artie. Artie is very much, he thinks, if you work really, really hard, it'll work out. But really, Artie is an example of if you work as hard as you can, you'll still kind of lose, probably. Mm. And that's mm. what happens in Rocky. If you work as hard as you can, you can overcome everything to lose to the guy who was born better at it than you. Man, that's a bummer.
2: Damn,
1: yeah.
0: Artie is a bummer. Is that the message of Rocky? <laughs> I mean, the, the message of Rocky is if you make something good once, you can make a lot more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Artie's
0: uh And Oscar. also, I think that like he's, I don't know if, to me he would he would like Ratatouille, but like despise the French.
1: Mm. Yeah, that that would I, I could see that.
0: Um and just like they turn their nose up at you like that sort of thing. I think that uh, Rocky is just such an Italian American icon. You know, he's not real. So I think that's that's a big part of, of what they're looking for. And so I went with Rocky. I,
1: I could that. see honestly I could see any of the Sopranos uh liking Rocky. It was Rocky tough for is me a to pick for one of my other ones. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so there's Arthur One Boothko, of my other Sopranos. Arthur Boko. I'm trying to think of like a movie where uh somebody is like an unwelcome guest who is just over all the time I or al- something. Because that <laughs> like that would be kind of how that restaurant works. <laughs> you know? I almost
0: picked Manhattan for Artie's favorite movie. I'm yeah. like, this guy l- likes teenage girls when they're near oh, doors. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this
0: guy he uh, he could probably watch Manhattan and be like the way they converse is just so deep. Maybe sure. the menu. The menu. The menu. I don't think. Oh, there's oh. no world where I see Artie logging into a streaming service. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. I also it think was you real... have to
0: kind of live in the time period of the movie 2003 uh, to six. But you don't really have to. At I all.
1: was wondering about that. I was like no. trying to play with these, and I was like, you know, no. if if uh whatever La La Land came out, <laughs> I would say
0: uh just let let the the show ends when the show ends 2007 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But every they've seen all the like media is current for okay. them, so you can do whatever you want. Got it. Um, all right, there's our Arthur Barthos. Um, next up, Livia Soprano, Bailey, what is your first pick?
2: Oh well, I just picked my suicidal grandma's favorite movie, who ended up dying of natural causes anyway, which is <laughs> Casablanca.
0: <laughs> uh funny you should say Casablanca. I also picked Casablanca. Yeah. What? Wow. Yeah.
1: Well I just I try to think of a of a the most Bummer movie I could think of. Bummer. <laughs> like, bummer Italian-y. I, I went with Lorenzo's Oil.
2: <laughs>
1: what is we that? Had watch it, I had to watch it in school when what I was is in like, middle school. It's, uh, is it, uh,
0: Lorenzo's Oil is a 1992 American drama directed by George Miller. I think Nick
1: Nolte's in it.
0: Uh, is Susan Saran and Nick Nolte. Multi- <laughs> Uh, like their kid has a cancer. A true life drama of a father and mother who battled against the odds to save their son's life. This is like a, seems like a very self-pitying person's type yeah. of, of That's genre. Yeah. Movie
1: it's a great here. pick. It's, um, a lot of, it's a lot of uh, <laughs> of just sad, angry, frustrated Nick Nolte. The, the,
0: this family, Michaela Odone, or Odone, I don't know how to pronounce it. It probably depends on where in Jersey you're from. Uh, Faith leads her to a cure for cancer. And she Mm. saves her son's life. Oh, I didn't remember. This is a really good movie for Livia. She literally emotionally wills herself to saving her kids from a disease, which I think is the level of, like, the height she pedestal she puts herself on as a mother.
1: Yeah. Plus, she kind of looks like Nick Nolte. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Only when they CGI'd her after they just an <laughs>
0: incredible moment of CGI history <laughs> is insane. She only uses lines she's already used, uh-huh. and we cut her out of other scenes that have happened.
2: <laughs> it was insane.
1: It was it was weird, um, but she does kind of look like Nick Nolte and Susan Sarandon mixed up together. So she does. Maybe she so like
0: maybe she is Lorenzo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I remember we had to read that book in in school, and and uh, and then we had to watch the movie in class, and it was just like nobody, nobody. Margot Martindale's
0: in this movie. She's in everything.
1: I don't remember. I love her. I don't remember. Um, all right, and then a guy named da,
0: Don Soda Baby.
1: Soda Baby. Soda Baby.
0: Don <laughs> had a oh, we had a baby. Don- it's a boy. <laughs> is in this movie.
1: <laughs> Classic commercials from her. All right, but
0: Casablanca to me just felt like the. She probably just hates everything yeah. new. No, I I, yeah.
1: that's, I was also trying to. Yeah, the she last would, time I, she
0: felt optimism. You know, I bet I mean, she's born in like 1930 It's kind of what I pictured. She'd be around yeah. 70 in 2000 when the show starts, if not a little bit earlier than that. Uh, the same with Junior, who I figure is around the same age. I know. I
1: was trying to not pick two old movies, but th- those are those are totally the types of movies I think they would be into. Like, I don't know if you know, uh, Tony Soprano, um, I looked at, like, you. he has a favorite movie in it. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Uh, but it was like a mob movie. It's like right. a 30s mob movie or something. I think it's called... Um, Ah, geez, what's it called? That is
0: a tough part about these. Is he's watching some mob? There are this show yeah. has a lot of movies in it. Yeah, so it's tough to not pick Cleaver for everybody. Um, just the movie Chris is making. All right, we'll move. Uh, we'll move on here. Uh, junior Soprano. I want to. This first tier, I'm going to call the bores. Let's get out of. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get all the balding duds out of the way early on. Um, uh, I'll go first here for Junior Soprano. I wrote the Maltese Falcon.
1: I don't what even is know that? what that
0: is. It's like a a film noir movie from the early 40s, so I figured he's probably 12 or 13 when this comes out, if like 10 or whatever. But like by the time he's seen not there's not that many movies being made. So this is still the movie when he's 15, 16. Yeah. And, and so I think it's just like a a film noir movie about like a detective and a like it's like the like hey, look at that this dame walked into my office on today <laughs> out of all days. You know what I mean like the movie yeah, that's like satirically yeah. referenced. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that that this is what he wants to do. But he's like do. this is how people talk. And it's got this like this is a, this is really how I mean people it's talk. like Humphrey Bogart and at his Humphrey Bogartist and and it's just it's the example of that kind of movie.
1: I'm sorry to take away a little bit but uh, I don't know if you you know this. I I went and, uh there's a the grocery store Gelson's. I was on my way home from a friend's house the other day, and they had a frozen yogurt place inside called Humphrey Yogurt. Are you are you familiar Stop. with this? That's, that's not a joke. Stop. It was really good. It's in a Gelson's. And do you like do you have Oaks. to
0: fill up like an upside down fedora? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and you just weigh that. You just bring in a. You it have to it bring goes by emotional fedora. weight of your performance yeah. is how much you pay. That's <laughs> good. I mean, it's funny because I don't know the yogurt connection to Humphrey Yogurt. Nothing Other but the pun. The yeah.
0: right. um, so that's why I, I just went with that, because I'm like, this is the noir movie. I mm-hmm. think he probably, the newest movie he probably liked, I think he might think The Godfather is too high of production.
1: Like <laughs> too that. many special He's effects. Like, How the-
0: yeah, exactly. He's like, so you tell me they blew up a whole car? Perfectly
1: good car? <laughs> yeah. They killed a whole horse for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, would set Tony off. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Adam. I went junior. a little
1: different direction. I figured he has seen some newer movies cuz he's home all the time. He's sure. just home a lot I've maybe people. That is yeah. True. yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, what's the dude's name that always is uh, that's taking care of him? I forget his name. Bobby. Bobby. I think Bobby's bringing him DVDs, Blu-rays, you know. Aww.
0: Especially while yeah. AJ's working at Blockbuster yeah. they're going yeah. to have yeah.
1: connect. There. And I thought I don't know in his old age I think he might have gotten a little soft spot and you know they look a little similar especially when he's got the big glasses so I went I went with Up. <laughs>
2: I love that. I love
0: and that. you know, also, Bobby looks a little bit like the boy. That's in right.
1: up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see that. Oh, man. He thinks of Bobby as his little The little, little up kid boy. just out
0: there wheezing and breathing hard <laughs> to be let in.
1: <laughs> let me in. I love up for
0: Junior. Um, that's very funny. Yeah. I think
1: he cries by himself. you I know. Mean, I think oh, he pictures a life. Yeah.
0: He wishes he had a wife who could die. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It's just that one lady Much that he would never go marriage. down on Tony's yeah. Gumar, <laughs> That one lady that's at his dad's or his dad's grave. That one day, um, I like up. All right, all right, Bailey.
2: Um, For juice up,
0: I that's not a good abbreviation of a name.
2: Nope. <laughs> um, I kind of thought what you were thinking, sort of like older movies. I went with the the nineteen forties Phantom of the Opera. Uh, because he loves to sing. All right, you're right. He, he, he sings. He's an yeah. opera guy. Yeah. Um. That's, that's a good like point. that's an old movie that he would have probably seen. Uh, and it's he's like a weird single guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that's a good. One. Oh
1: yeah, maybe it should have been like a, like one of the weird. Jack Nicholson movies where he's old and still gets with Helen Hunt or something.
2: Oh, yeah, I picked one of those. What if he's
1: just really, really into Rocky Horror Picture Show? Junior just
0: loves Rocky Horror Picture Show.
2: Junior's queer.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Coded. Um, All
0: right, we're going to get to Adriana, Silvio Polly, Janice, and all the way up through the Soprano family when we get back. All right, we're back. Our next character, uh, we're going to start here down you with with you, Adam. Here on Character Study, going through the Sopranos characters, picking their favorite movies. Jennifer Melfi, Dr. Jennifer Melfi. Adam, what do you have for her? All right, well,
1: Melfi clearly is, uh, you know, in touch with her emotions. Okay. (laughs) As a therapist, I imagine she she can get emotional. I I feel like she just really connected with a a new uh, powder. (laughs) What? Powder. What is
2: powder?
0: Powder. Oh, wow. Jeff,
1: 1995.
0: Jeff Goldblum <laughs> sci-fi drama.
1: Oh, I can't believe it's known as a Jeff Goldblum movie. Um, Sean Patrick
0: Flannery. Mary
1: Steenburgen. Oh yeah,
0: all the love. All the. I don't. I've never heard of this movie.
1: What? That's not true. I've talked about powder on this podcast probably every single time I've been on it.
0: <laughs> I know. I thought you were just talking about cocaine. Oh. You said you wanted. I didn't know you went to the bathroom to consume a movie. You've never.
1: You've. <laughs> you've. you've you seriously n- never seen Powder or heard of Powder?
0: The audience here says it's good.
1: Well, the problem is they there's the director is a d- child molester. So that's a problem. Oh dear, but, yeah. But but that's got nothing to do with uh Jeff Goldham's So You're telling me the
0: child molester Victor Salva? Yes. This 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 child molester directed Jeepers Creepers? He did. And Jeepers Creepers 2? Yes. <laughs> and Jeepers Creepers 3?
1: Oh, I didn't know that he got the third one.
0: 2017.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's not cool. It's
0: a big 14-year gap. He literally could have had a wife come and go in that time between Jeepers Creepers 2 and or 3. Or a kid grow wow. up
1: to be a, a adult age. Yeah, that's kind of what I was referencing. Oh, got it. Right, um, so. Anyway, I think uh, Powder. Powder. Come on. Powder is... I don't know how to defend this. <laughs> um... <laughs> powder is about... An outcast, this albino kid who has these powers mm. because his mom was struck by lightning when he was born or whatever. Okay. And uh, you know he's he had a rough he had a rough go and he saves his grandparents and then they die and he's just kind of down in the basement and he's got to go out into the world and everybody's mean to him and bullies him and stuff uh, and um and you know he's just a he's a really good kid deep okay. down. Powder.
2: Powder. All right. And okay. Jeff
1: Goldblum is is great in it, and Mary <laughs> Steenburgen is great in it. Okay. Bailey. Jennifer and Melfi. you'll cry, I promise. <laughs> or your money back.
2: <laughs> um, I said As Good As It Gets. For, wow. For mm. Jen Melfi, which is the movie yeah. that Adam was just crazy. referencing. Uh, I lived,
1: I, the, I. Literally. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I had that same, I, I thought about that movie too. That's crazy.
2: I think she would really like it. Jack Nicholson is a guy who is like kind of bullish and like weirdly hot for an old guy and has like OCD so bad. I think she's into it. I think she's kind of into him. I think she's kind of into Tony. Yeah, as okay. good as guess.
0: I went with Kramer versus Kramer. Okay. Mm. Uh, I think she likes Meryl Streep.
2: Oh Hoffman's
0: yeah. a classic. Yeah. She's basically the same age as Tony. If not, no one, Tony in the show looks ninety and is eleven. I think during the entire <laughs> show, like yeah. Tony looks like he's dying, and he's like, "I'm forty one years old." And you're like, "What are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> yeah. So I went with Kramer vs. Kramer. It's just like it's an Oscary movie. It's a legal thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like a straight up. It's not a therapy movie. There's not a therapist or anything like that. I think she just likes a really well structured, well acted movie. This one also has like family conflict, and she doesn't seem to get along. You know, she's divorced from her husband, who's a little meekish for her, and so I I, I see her having a Meryl Streep to Dustin Hoffman energy over her ex. Yeah. And uh, right. this has nothing to do with this podcast, but I hate Elliot, her therapist. He's my least favorite character. In oh the yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah,
1: every scene with him, you're like, what? You're. Let's talk about
0: a guy who looks like the guy from Up. That There's guy that looks guy? like that
1: guy looks like if the guy from Up and the balloons from Up made a person. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, not a fan of that therapist. If he was my therapist. I'd uh, kill myself just so he felt bad enough about his job as a therapist that he would. But quit. he wouldn't. He would just be like. Sometimes there's nothing. I, I should have passed him on to someone else. Okay. Mm. Fucking
0: lazy
2: bones. He looks bones. so much like R.L. Stein to me, like the Goosebumps oh, author. I don't know what he looks like.
0: He's F.K. Like, Stein. Yeah. He's fake Stein. <laughs> He's not the real one. Uh, okay, we're moving on now. We have Adriana <laughs> IRL Stein. IRL Stein. A, is that ASL Stein? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bailey, what is Adriana's favorite movie to you?
2: Adriana's favorite movie has got to be Titanic. Um,. I was
0: so it's close. Romantic, to putting
2: Titanic. tragic. She's romantic. She's tragic. It's. I was so close
0: putting on Titanic. Yeah. Um. I think that's a great pick. Time wise, I think that's a good pick. I went with Swingers. She talks about liking Swingers, so it's a little bit of a uh, of a cheat because mm-hmm. she. But she talks about really liking liking that movie, and I think she just likes. I think she really enjoys fun, non-heavy stories that just sort of you bop on through she loves vince vaughn she's like talks about vince vaughn all of the time does she and i do that. funny so i went with swingers because at this point i it's i don't know if old school is her favorite movie um i doubt it but so I, I just
1: I, I landed on swingers. She I think loves that she dodgeball.
0: She she, <laughs> I think you know when they. I,
1: she, she, I don't know why that was my voice for her, but she. What, uh, that, is that that's her. Okay. Or Vince I don't know. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that, I was doing was like wasn't a dude torn. It's like yeah, just like Adriana being like when they throw the wrench at him, it's fucking funny. I think
0: <laughs> she is smart and um, I don't know. I think she, she definitely likes sort of stuff like that that seems real smart and fun. And I, I went with swingers. I went she with She loves uh, Vivi. I,
1: I also thought she'd like something fun. Uh, I went with hustlers. Mm. Mm. You know, you got you got oh, yeah. J Lo getting fucking older, but like looking awesome and, and sure. dancing and all that stuff. I thought she maybe she'd uh, That's her old job. She'd connect with that. Yeah, I think she would think she it was used cool. To be J-Lo. She used to do that and yeah. then I think she'd watch J Lo and she'd be like, Oh fuck, like she's still fucking killing it. Sure. And she'd get real excited about it. Okay. That's what I think.
0: All right, feeling good about Adriana there. Uh, Silvio Dante, one of my favorite characters in the show. Uh, For Silvio Dante, I went with Saturday Night Fever. I think he likes the style. I think he likes the music. I think it fits the time period. And I think that version of John Travolta is masculinity to Silvio. (laughs) Travolta is like an Italian icon um, I'm, she's John Gotti, uh, terrible sorta of in that movie. And so I, I think that he, I think it's just Saturday Night Fever is a huge movie. I don't, I think still likes to go to the movies with his wife. I think they probably mm. wouldn't saw it when they were dating. And so he holds like a good place for how it makes her happy. I and so I, I think Saturday Night Fever, I think, I think the second Saturday Night Fever is his Godfather three. Where he's like, we don't talk about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the first one was perfect. The first one is one Why and two put really... together.
0: Uh, Travolta kind of has a horseish head. And then I think, I, I just think he really likes it. I, I, you know, once again, it's hard with Sill to be like, after all mob movies, here's where we're at. Yeah. Right. So that's what I went with Saturday Night Fever. Santa Fe.
1: S. Feeve. S. Feeve.
0: Is that Svev? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Adam, who's your Sill Dom? I
1: think Sill. So. You know, he's a little quieter than, than some of the other guys. I think he go I think he likes comedies. I think he goes home and he laughs. Uh he goes home and he laughs. That's what I think he does. I think he likes classic comedies, old comedians. I went with the jerk. I could really see him I feel he, like he goes home and just thinks the jerk very is much the funniest like thing the in the, world.
0: the thing this guy puts himself through. <laughs> yeah. Like he like watches Steve Martin yeah. in just awe.
1: So I get excited when the phone book comes too. Sure. Like he relates to that <laughs> stuff.
0: I could definitely yeah, yeah, I like that pick. All right, Sildon Bay.
2: Uh I put the Karate Kid. I think uh I, I think he could get I think he gets into it. I think he likes the the fights. I think he probably like fights along with Daniel. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like he thinks he knows Mr. Miyagi is funny. Um I think yeah, I think Karate Kid. I think
0: I would love and hate to see Sills <laughs> Mr. Miyagi impression. <laughs> oh my god. I bet it's good.
1: I bet it's a according too to good.
0: Yeah. Polly. I
1: bet he has. I bet he has no problem doing it in front of other Asian no. people.
0: No. I mean, we know he likes doing impressions of movies already. Every time they let I get out, they pull me right back in. They like that's the whole first season. up. <laughs> oh, yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so for still there, we got those ones. We're moving on to Polly Galtieri, uh, who is, uh, you know, just. He he ebbs out of being the second biggest and unknown character in the movie, like some or in the show. Sometimes Polly is such a prevalent character with mm-hmm. huge storylines, and then sometimes he's just going, <laughs> like yeah. for episodes in a row. Okay, uh, Adam, what is your so for I
1: pictured that, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's a huge fan of uh, Mr. Deeds, the Adam Sandler. <laughs> You think Steve Buscemi being cross-eyed is the funniest thing in the world? The, when he stabs like the the foot. John Turturro. I see. I don't know actor. if
0: based on his time in Pine Barrens, I don't know if he could watch a guy with a frost-bitten foot. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> in a movie without feeling triggered. Yeah. Chris just puts that scene on to like piss Polly off.
1: You know I'm sensitive. My foot still fucking tingles or whatever. Yeah.
0: I think that Mr. Deeds is good though. I like Mr.
1: Deeds. Um.
0: All right, Bailey. What do you think?
2: I. Man, I picked like three different ones for him, but I think the one I'm going to go with is the Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Uh, Mm. I think he spends a lot of time thinking about how he might have to get out of prison. I like he that. find himself yeah. in yeah. there.
0: Yeah,
1: that you, makes a lot of sense. You I, know
0: one million percent <laughs> he shoved a spoon into his jail cell wall yeah. just to see if it could Yeah, end. Yeah,
2: I, I think the way that he would get out is the exact same way that Andy Dufresne gets out with it, just digging mm-hmm. a hole through the wall, even if it yeah. goes only into the next cell.
1: Kyle picked uh, Ernest Goes to Jail for the same reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Ernestly Goes to Jail, he just
0: goes to jail like unironically. Uh, I actually picked It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Oh, I could see him I being think a Pauly sentimentally- has a
0: very disjointed relationship with parenthood mm-hmm. and with his childhood when this movie came out. I sure. don't know if he loves new movies all that much. I think his life has progressively gotten sadder year to year to him. And so I see around age 14, when he watched this movie with his aunt mom, that he liked it. He thought life could be like that. And I still think he thinks... He might figure it all out, Mm. even though he's, like, 65.
2: (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I think Polly has a very, like, like romantic side to him. We need the mic a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he's kind of sensitive. I think he loves his mom. Yeah. I think he has such a weird family dynamic of... He lies all the time about how good it is to not have a wife. Do you know what I mean? He very much yeah. he he lies about that, that car, all of yeah. the time. He's
2: also such a fucking baby.
0: Huge baby. Yeah. Huge baby. Huge insecure baby. Um. So that's why I went with Polly G and the Funky Bunch. All right. We're going to take one more quick break here. I actually have no idea how long the break's going to be. <laughs>
1: It's a wonderful life for us. It's, it's a, wonderful a wonderful life, life for us. us. Who's watching Polly? Alright.
0: Alright, how we feeling? <laughs> Just roll through the Sopranos here. And Chris?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're back. We're, we're now down to the real family.
0: Alright, everybody, we are back. This is a funny thing to think about the real family because you keep finding out everyone's related to each other, and you're like, are Chris and or are Tony and Carmela like related and married? Oh, man. because yeah. you see like everyone, you never know what's was an aunt, a uncle, and a cousin in this.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, we're moving on here though to just everyone's favorite character to watch talk on ad nauseum, Janice Soprano. Nobody loves Janice more than no one. Uh,
2: <laughs> Jan supreme. This was I immediately
0: picked something for Janice, and then I questioned it for the entire time I wrote the rest of them, and then yeah. I stuck with it. Okay. Um. Is it my turn? I don't know. I just. I yeah, go for okay, it. I'll go. Yeah, you're right. You go, I you went go. with Almost Famous. Oh, I could see totally. her liking that movie. I think totally. Janice will force herself to like a new movie. Yeah. I think that she will. She she really really wants to keep up. So it's all. I think Almost Famous is 2001, two thousand one, two, three, somewhere in there. Yeah. I think she saw this movie about someone just sort of hitting the road and being like fake bohemian. Yeah. And just yeah. Uh, yeah. living yeah. moment to moment, and I, and she's like outside of the band, but a part of the band yeah. at the same time. Like if you watch Almost Famous, you remember the part where the kid kills someone and the band covers it up. Um, oh that's her. That's her real life. So I think she like she likes to keep her distance from the. Difficulties, but be tangential to the art world. The same with Tony's world and the mob. She likes to kind of like be able to hop around and she just very much fantasizes and fetishizes bohemian lifestyle. So I went with Almost Famous. It's so just a movie about a kid and groupies and sort of like living in art, outside the art life in art.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's super on brand
2: for her. I think her. that's great, yeah.
0: And it's what she says when she looks for herself on the news stories about
1: Tony. <laughs>
2: Just almost famous, Janice.
1: All right, Adam? Uh, I went with uh, Poetic Justice with uh, Janet Jackson and Tupac. You familiar with that movie?
2: <laughs> I'm not.
1: <laughs> um, you- now that I see the poster, I remember it. Yeah. Just no justification? Just figured out for sure? No, I think uh, I think she's a huge Tupac and Janet Jackson fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's similar to, to yours. It's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. a bohemian uh, poet kind of. She life. will
0: certainly love a movie that is the cool movie to like.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like a weird, very specific '90s movie with mm-hmm. like these huge, like music icons. But it was like a, yeah, just like a. It's a, it's a little bit road trippy there too. I think yeah, they do sure. in that movie. I'm trying to remember. I saw it a long, long time ago. It just feels like a weird movie that she Janet would like. Janet
0: Jackson writes poetry to deal with the pain of her loss.
1: Like she you don't, doesn't, and seem then like... she
0: can't get to Oakland because of a broken down car, yeah. and so she gets in a. This is this is how Janice behaves. And it also yeah. just
1: seems like, doesn't it just seem like she would like a movie that's a little off and like not like really aimed at her demo?
0: <laughs> I think she would really, really want to. Yeah, like and she that's just... really what it takes for Janice to like something. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. For it to, like, appeal to her sense of, like, no identity at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Bailey, what are you going to uh, I picked Labyrinth for Janice. Okay. Because...
1: She does like to smoke weed.
2: She loves weed. I think she probably, at one point or forever, wants to, like, fuck David Bowie. <laughs> uh, Labyrinth yeah. is about... A girl who gives her little brother away to the Goblin okay. King. Okay,
0: okay. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah,
2: and then she, it's just kind of like rock and roll. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah.
0: I also think that Janice would love a movie for people 12 years younger than her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like this yeah. movie came out in like 86. Yeah. I think Tony is born in like 1950. 50, I think. And so Janice is like 48, or yeah. born in 52, so she's like 35 when Labyrinth comes out, and she's at the theater, and the only one. She's there without a without kid, a even kid. though she literally yeah, yeah. has one. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish my son could have home. been here, but he's currently a boy of the street, or whatever she calls him.
1: All right. She's in school.
0: Um, now we get into what I call the inner circle, mm. the family and Chris, who I would say are the, the circle of the show. Yeah. Uh, We'll go Christopher Moltisanti. Bailey, you'll go first. What do you think, Christopher Moltisanti? And and we're not allowed to say I'll get this one off unless you did write it, Cleaver. The movie that he is currently trying to produce, or right, right. It, it, where uh, you're yeah, at in yeah. The Sopranos, I did not put Cleaver. Um, with Sir Ben Kingsley, Saturday
1: Night Cleaver, <laughs> Saturday starring uh, <laughs> Gary Busey. Are we talking
0: about Mel Gibson's The Cleaver? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Saturday Night Cleaver is. I don't know if you've ever seen the the bad horror movies, the be like the Ginger Dead Man. Uh, I think part two oh, is called yes! part two yeah. is called Saturday Night Cleaver, and I believe part three is called Passion of the Crust. Oh, that's great because the yep. last one's just about pizza.
2: I completely <laughs> forgot about the Ginger Dead Man. Yeah. Those, that that's a psychotic franchise. Yeah, it really is. Uh, okay, so for Chris, I thought it had to be something on the Criterion Collection, mm-hmm. and I picked Funny Games, because um, it's hyper-violent, it's kind of, okay. you know, it's like a psychological thriller, yeah. and uh, kind of film douchey, <laughs> and about rich people, yeah, right. I think Funny Games.
0: It's like, uh, uh, yeah, he loves like watching psychopaths behave. Mm-hmm. Uh, For Chris, I went with Field of Dreams, but he doesn't understand the father figure motif.
1: Mm. That's so funny.
0: I think he watches Field of Dreams. He's like, Tone, they just, just, all these, look at these. They actually got Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: How did he disappear in the corn? Like, I think he very mu- he's very surface level. How a nine-year-old would enjoy Field of Dreams because the baseball is funny, I don't think he understands that. All the she multiple father figure things, <laughs> I don't think he gets that. At- he's- it's funny when the kid falls off of the bench uh-huh. to him. It's funny that baseball is played in a field. He's like they could make money selling tickets to this. Yeah. You could really make money selling tickets this. It's actually to this a good business idea. I know. He like I think he watches Field of Dreams and does not understand for a fucking second why he it is a movie that like he has to un- be around.
1: Yeah. Uh I'm going to tell you mine now and I picked a different movie, but your your uh additional I literally wrote and you can see I don't want you to see my things. I wrote Fight Club, but he doesn't get it.
0: Yes, and I think that's very, very, yeah. very true.
1: Like he's yeah. he's watching Fight Club like a night. It's just the fights are cool, the everything looks cool. Yeah. The fights are cool. The blood is cool. The we don't talk about it. The house is cool. Right. The making the soap is cool. Yeah, but Tony, like, he the way they, get. They, they
0: were able to pull these jobs by not talking.
1: Yeah. So and then I understand. Yeah. Like, so uh, he, he you used... blow up the banks, so that's actually like a good idea. And we yeah. can what like it's all a good idea, but he doesn't get the whole other part of the movie. Yeah, there's no irony which is that to, there's it to a, him. There's a father figure who wants to just play baseball with his son. That's fight bat. <laughs> um all right,
0: there's Chris. Now we're moving on to everybody's favorite son, AJ Soprano. Right. Uh, I think I'm first here, right? Yeah. AJ Soprano. Uh, this one was the only one I think maybe had her correct answer. So I might have it, the Matrix. His favorite movie is the Matrix. Funny. Everyone mm-hmm. dresses. His 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 style is always someone from the Matrix mm-hmm. or someone who listens to the soundtrack. Joey to Pants the Matrix. is in the Matrix. Uh, I think he likes the Matrix. He gets his mom a copy of the Matrix for her birthday.
1: Does he really? Is that yeah, a real? He gets thing? her a DVD oh, of the yeah. Matrix, and she's
0: like, "Thanks. I haven't seen this." And he's like, "It's good." And then he takes it and goes and watches <laughs> it, <laughs> which is like the ultimate shithead. 11, 12 year old thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, I think he just likes. I mean, he's born in '86, so he was thirteen when the Matrix came out. That's gonna be
1: your favorite movie. I, I mean, I uh, yeah, I was a huge Matrix fan when I was a kid. So I'm going with the Matrix for Edge Soprano. Nice, that's good. Um, I went with I don't ha- I didn't pin it down to one because I'm not familiar with them, but I just imagine he his favorite movie is any one of Rob Zombie's horror movies.
0: Great. Great House mm-hmm. of a Thousand Corpses, sure. mm-hmm. any of these like Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. I don't know if that was Rob Zombie or not, but like that I don't know. that vein, but like, of, like a saw
1: movie or right, something, right, right, right. Like a yeah.
0: like, uh, uh, not not like porn core or like type of horror, yeah, but, but like blood, yeah. Core What's it called and, when
1: it's just like overly violent, like, right, 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 like a like hyper just gross, vi- hyper violent yeah. sort of gross stuff for sure. For, I yeah. mean, he's like wears Rob Zombie shirts. Yeah. In the show for yeah. a couple of years. Marilyn Manson there. shirts, I think, are in there yeah. a bunch yeah. too. So I think any of those like super gross out. If you want to for my answer though, I'd go with uh I'd go with any of Rob Zombie's things. Great.
2: That's good. I, I picked uh Donnie Darko.
1: Also great. Yeah,
0: that works too. Uh
2: because I think he's just constantly dissociating and maybe doesn't even... He
1: gets yeah. it too much.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: He turned on Donnie Darkin one second, and he's like, it'd be crazy if a plane engine fell through that kid's house. <laughs> yeah. He also is the kind of kid that cellar door would blow his mind, yeah. like thinking, oh, that is the most beautiful phrase. Like yeah. Because he, he, like his dad, grabs a nugget of shit he doesn't understand and forces it into conversation. Yeah. So I think, fuck, that's a good pick. I. That's exactly how smart he wants to be perceived. Yeah. It's exactly how
1: he wants to come off. Damn, that's a good he pre, But he calls him Jake Gillenhall. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Gake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> yeah. And Maggi Maggie.
0: Maggie, yeah. Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> uh All right, we're oh, down here to you. Add, that's a really As funny
1: because, uh, yeah. We From Meadow Soprano. Janice could have liked the secretary, but anyway. Oh, Meadow. could have liked Meadow? Donald Darko, too. I think Meadow probably liked something that was, like, actually... Kinda of cool, like kind of cool, kind of indie at the time, not too like a like Juno. I see her being like mm-hmm. into like Juno. That's my thing.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Something that's very much of not her
1: family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But of her age. And um right. Yeah. I think she I think she'd look at that and be like, that's okay. normal, cool kids. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Teen pregnancy. And a, a <laughs> Look witty at how he person. says
1: "jive"
0: in her burger phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure.
1: Michael Sarah technically a boy. She would tell her
2: parents. Is in Thailand. And
0: Carmelo would be like, "You know that movie was written by someone named Diablo. You can't go see <laughs> <Yeah>. that." <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. What did I put? Oh, I put uh, "Clueless." I also think, a great pick. I think yeah. she would be super. I think that's like a slumber party movie for her. Uh, I think that she likes. The oh god, what's his name? Uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd as like the lawyer, you know, like trying to be a lawyer. I I yeah. Share is super rich. I sure. think she loves Clueless. It's I a great think movie.
1: that's great. Who doesn't love Clueless? Who
2: doesn't? If um, we're being
0: honest, I went with Freedom Riders. Oh, I don't know that one. Freedom Riders is the <laughs> movie where Hillary Swank goes into an inner city school and saves. Uh, <laughs> oh. A bunch of kids. Oh, yes. you mean like, a bunch uh, of inner city kids? Dangerous, dangerous Minds savior. too. Right. I just I figured she she. Is for sure a twenty-four-year-old towards the end of the show, sucker for white savior movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, that and so makes So I sense. think she watched Freedom Riders, and she's like, "This is what I do every day. I don't judge people for having head scars. like you know what I mean." She's mm-hmm. like, I, "People come in, and I don't even judge them for not being me. Like I'm, I, they're all one of the good ones in my eyes. Like very much like, <laughs> yeah. I think that she is unfortunately like her mom in that way." where but i you know in a more progressive way than than her mom who is a bigot yeah. and so yeah. i went with freedom riders i think she sees this and she's like mom you don't understand and then carmelo would watch it and be like she's just not getting paid that much to work
1: there <laughs> like <laughs> like how are you going to live on it how are you going to support um, yourself on teacher salary so
0: i went freedom riders. i think hillary swank is right up her her alley for maybe her favorite actor i just think cuz hillary swank's always playing like very strong forward leading roles and uh, you know, Meadow wants to help people. Mm. And she thinks that like taking her a little bit of money somewhere else will help people. And it does. Yeah. She's so much more than her family. If, yeah. everybody, <laughs> if everybody would do that a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to Melosop here. <laughs> Carmela Soprano, Who are we, is it you Bailey? I don't know. I, I, I just went last, so I think it is Bailey, you up.
2: Okay, uh, for Carmela, I picked The Sound of Music.
1: Great. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Hyper
2: Catholic. Great. Very appropriate for all ages. I think she likes the songs. Yeah. I think it's the easiest movie for her to watch.
0: I think that's a great pick. Uh, I went with, I could not narrow it. I went with Greece mm. or Titanic. And I'm leaning more Titanic as time has gone on. Because I think she loves a movie where a woman gets to watch the guy she loves die. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Sure.
0: I yeah. think at the end she's like she. I I, there, I, I think for most of the then show, why
1: not the drop?
0: <laughs> I think for seasons <laughs> two
1: through four to, or Tony five of the should, show, oh,
0: she really wishes Tony would die. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe so she
0: could go because and she's looking at like, uh, um, Angie Bump and Sarah and how she gets to run a body shop after Big Pussy dies. Yeah, and she's looking at like. Ro, who, like, gets to kind of have some freedom and jokes around after oh. her 75 or 80 husbands die. I think that, uh I don't think that's the main thing that draws her to Titanic. It's a huge movie. It's She loves young love. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's you know, two VHS tapes is something she's probably into owning because <laughs> it looks big and expensive. Yeah. When she's t- telling... AJ's friend about a like $5,000 lamp she has for no reason. Yeah. I think she likes the largeness of it, the money of it, the spectacle of it. And I think that she also likes being able to see a woman hook up with the poor version of the rich guy she's supposed to be with. Mm.
1: Leo might be the Furio of that movie to
0: her.
2: Mm, that's great. Uh, so
1: mine was based more on her thing for Furio. I was like, she's she's got a thing... We talked a little bit earlier on this same podcast about uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, ideal ideal man for, uh, like, you were talking about John Travolta as who, mm-hmm. like— uh, Like, I, Sills, like— Yeah. yeah So I had a tie for Carmelo for to go in a more sensitive movie. I couldn't—because I, I can't remember the difference between the two movies, but I'm between uh, Michael and Phenomenon. These are two John Travolta movies from, like, the 90s. Yes, okay. One of them, he's an angel, and the other one, I think he's got, like, a brain tumor, but it gives him special power. Something like that. <laughs> but either right, way. but they
0: are, like, little, little... Uh, uh,
1: they're sensitive John... It, it's
0: almost like quasi-religious Jesus-God stuff gives yeah. you super abilities yeah. within a love story. Yeah,
1: and you're gonna cry. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. John Travolta. Okay. A more mature John Travolta.
0: I think those are all great for her.
1: Uh, we know
0: she doesn't like... Uh, good movies. <laughs> no, which I think she, remember she tried, what to, if she remember in her movie the club, Citizens Kane, oh, or yeah. Citizen Kane, they watched it and she tried to talk about it for a minute and then no one liked it and she was like, okay, let's move, like they just wanted to talk yeah. about something else instead. So she, at least she did give like Citizen Kane a she tried? Uh, educational, analytical
1: shot. Sure. The truth is, like, we, we all know people who, and maybe we did, whatever, like, I grew up I, my our house. We didn't look anything like the Sopranos, but like I do, like look at that house, and I'm like, my parents tried to fill it with nice stuff, and and like that weird kind of you think columns mean it's nice or something. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So like I look at their house, and I'm like, man, uh, and that that like '90s early 2000s, and I think of like my parents at home, and like they would just. They would weirdly fall on movies that were just like playing on like TNT or A yeah. and E or something. I'm like, there. Some of the movies that they like are so out of nowhere. It happens in Be- yeah. The
0: Sopranos a lot, where they're like, I can't. This is on.
1: Yeah, you're, like, you're just watching a few I'm, good I, I, men I can't on get TV. Up. I'm it's watching weird.
0: The Fugitive is on. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I can't get up and eat. <laughs> yeah, because well, what am I gonna? How am I, How do I get back to this? Wait till <laughs> <Yeah>. next Thursday <laughs> to watch The Fugitive again. Um, speaking of a fugitive, hey. Uh, we are to Tony Soprano himself this uh uh for me for tony soprano i went with high noon oh, and, i don't know uh, mean... high noon is a gary cooper movie who tony references the entire show whatever happened oh, yeah. to gary cooper whatever happened to the strong silent guy who just does his job what's the gary he talks about the gary cooper type all the time while he's complaining and bitching which is the opposite of what gary cooper does so this is a, this is like a gary cooper movie where he is a uh, a guy who used to be a marshal who basically has to like take on a bunch of th- of like Western thugs, like like in a Western movie, right? So this is like Gary Cooper won best actor for this movie. It's like the huge sort of like if it's like the huge quintessential like the Maltese Falcon is the noir example. High Noon would be like the every man guy saves the Western town example I, of a movie. Does, and he loves Gary yeah. Cooper so much he talks about him eight million. I don't know if he does love him or if it's a crutch he's convinced himself of, but he talks about Gary Cooper. All of the time. Mm-hmm. And this is Gary Cooper's Gary Cooperist movie. I know that because it's the only one I know. So it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, I went with High Noon. Uh, once again, because mob movies are off the table.
1: Right. Because what was his movie? His favorite movie in the show is uh, Public Enemy. Yes. Which I have not seen, but I believe it's a 30s.
0: It's like a, a hey, look at that guy. Yeah. Like Tommy Gunn type of. mm, mm. But he also just, he loves those slapsticky things, too. He loves the old stuff. He has the sense of humor of a four-year-old. Yeah. But I think he has the emotional um, breadth of a three-year-old. So that's why I went <laughs> High noon. Nice. All right,
1: Adam. I went with straight out of Compton. <laughs> because I think, I think he was probably, he probably got the screener, Right. And uh, he wasn't going to watch it because it's not really of interest to him. But he did watch it, and it just kind of surprised him, and he was on board throughout the (laughs) whole thing. He loves
0: a movie where a son plays a dad.
1: (laughs) And then, lo and
0: behold, the the many saints of Newark or whatever, (laughs) his son plays him.
1: I I think I think if he watched that he'd be like all right the music surprised him at how much he liked it sure and uh, I hate cops and he hates <laughs> yeah I mean there's some stuff there's some stuff he could relate to as far as kind of uh, you know uh making moves outside the system we so just I watched think he'd appreciate it the plus episode, I think yeah, yeah.
0: With the episode where he's up in the hospital and there's like a rapper who gets shot so he gets more famous. So then Bobby Bacliar wants to like shoot another rapper to get him famous <laughs> right. as like a little side bit hustle. Yeah. But the rapper is like, Tony's like, Hey, thanks for the CD for my kid. And the rapper's like, For Tony Soprano, anything. You're an original OG or whatever. And Tony goes, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just like keeps talking to some guy with it's no so throat. Good.
1: I think I think I think Tony Soprano would watch uh that movie and um and be like, Okay, this is a lifestyle I get. Like, and this uh, face he always makes. <laughs> yeah, that's he's kind of, like,
0: processing something and, like, changing his mind.
2: Weighing things out Now,
0: what, what are some words he would use in his review of the movie? Awesome!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: he does like when people just do what they want to do and then figure out the consequences. Yeah. Like, when they would play, uh, fuck the police and then mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah.
1: I think he would think they have, I, I think he'd be like, lot, these guys got a lot of balls. Sure. These guys got a lot of gabagool on those balls. He is. I'm gonna he, eat him off. I'm gonna eat the gabagool off those guys' balls.
0: <laughs> Tony is a massive racist until someone I know, makes I any money. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, "Well, that guy that's one of the good ones." Don't you like, think it, he
1: would watch? Like, I think he would watch that movie and be like, "There's got to be a way. If there's, there's got to be a way, I can get a piece off of these sure. guys." <laughs> yeah. Talk to Hesh. Yeah. Hesh <laughs> produced all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Bailey.
2: Okay, I changed mine. I changed mine from because you also
1: had Straight Outta Compton. <laughs> no, <laughs> I
2: for the first half that I was like filling these out, I had Tony's as Sea Biscuit.
0: <laughs> okay,
2: but I, honestly, I think Rocky is his favorite movie. I think mm. he, I think he loves it. I think it's fun for him to watch. I think it's easy for him to root for. I think he like really relates to he Rocky. Definitely
1: yells Adrian. Yeah, <laughs> like there's no yeah. world where he doesn't do that.
2: Yeah, Aid. Um,
1: he's, and he also watches like, I could be like that. I just,
0: uh, I diet. Yeah. I just can't. When he I can't yells Adrian, yeah. Chris just gets a little more suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what were you doing in the car? <laughs> yeah. I think Rocky. I I, I definitely think, I, I think there's no way that Rocky isn't top four for everyone we talked about. Yeah. I bet they all Even including Melfi. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. top to bottom, maybe Janice would deny it. But top to bottom, I think Rocky is in everyone's top four.
2: Yeah, you're all um, proud Italians.
0: Because legally, he was the only Italian on TV up until like 1997, I think. Really? No. <laughs> Why would there be a law? I don't know. <laughs> Ninja Turtles? Are they Italian
1: or they just like pizza? <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
0: Okay, everybody. I was that.
1: trying to think of a fucking, uh, uh, like, Howard the Duck or something. for Because I know he likes ducks. And I think, was there- Oh, my God. Howard the Duck? <laughs> <laughs> I know he likes ducks.
0: Yeah, but the Howard the Duck came out so far before he loved ducks. Yeah. He cries seeing Howard <laughs> the Duck's cameo at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Uh, Hey, everybody, that's character study. Thank you so much. We're going to put up some stuff either on Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 so you can vote and see who who picked the rightest movies. Maybe instead of voting for every character, I'll just put the three of our choices and you pick who you think did best. That seems like less voting. Mm. Or at least tabulating on my part. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Adam, tell everyone where to find anything there. (laughs) I blow this
1: every fucking time on the thing. Uh, I got a special coming out in probably a month or two. So if you follow me on the stuff, <laughs> Adam D. Newman, on the Instagram and the TikToks, and uh, follow me. I have to fucking start a, uh, what do you call it? Go fund me in the next few days for medical shit. It sucks, but please uh, go look at that. It's for my wife. It's not for me. Okay, sorry to do that. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Great. Bailey, anything uh, as important
0: as that?
2: No, no. <laughs> In fact, unfollow me. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey E. Norton, hit that unfollow button. Thank you.
0: Great. Thank you guys so much. Uh, go find an Instagram tour, blah, blah, blah. That's it for character study. I always have a lot of fun doing those. I hope you like it. Uh, you know, thank you so much for listening. Once again, I'm in Kansas City and Los Angeles doing a shows about, uh, you know, my serious health Situation that is still bogging me down pretty hard. I'll be talking about, you know, brain surgery, never ending debt, living with all that sort of stuff, and what you do on the other side of it when nothing really works out for it. Uh, You know, it sounds funny now, so I'm sure it'll be funny then. Anyways, thank you for listening. KyleAyers.com. You can get tickets to those shows in Kansas City and Los Angeles. And I hope you guys are all doing well. You're listening to Character Study. I've never seen it.